been a fucking minute hasn't it sure has yeah our last episode uh was the self-indulgent one so it's been like four and a bit months and was that the last like is that just our last episode or was that like yeah. the last episode the period? last episode there oh, has not Jesus. been a new episode since then so oh okay so our, our apologies to our dear dear listeners who wildly enough i uh, checked out analytics page People are still downloading us. Like oh, we that's had about so a, nice. We had like a 400% increase in downloads this past week. And it's like, holy we shit. done shit. So like, what are, I mean, 400% sounds beefy until you realize it's like, yeah, 400% of a dozen people is not Right, I say like 10 much. guys. Well, thank you, yeah. 10 guys. Yeah, thank you, 10 guys. The sequel <laughs> to five guys. But who cares about that? You're not here to, to hear about our, our bullshit. You're here first to, uh chastise aria for for deciding that it's okay to take a vacation for four months <laughs> to go leave the country for four months <laughs> yeah to leave the country but and then you can chastise me too for just being too lazy to do what i said i would do and have guests on and keep it going <laughs> oh life uh but no we are back and we're talking about some certified bangers this week well let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> i i would call them certified bangers no no, no I'm, I'm in on the being back part <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, when we say we're back, <laughs> we're not committing well, to anything here. <laughs> I, I think we could be back monthly, you know, take that out of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't think, like, um, oh, we are so fucking back. <laughs> yeah. We're back enough that we'll keep doing episodes. Yes. But yeah, it's not... I, I still think of how we used to do this weekly, and I'm just like, how... Uh, it, it it helps when you're rooming and you also like all you do is watch movies anyway because as true. far and I do the editing so as far as you're concerned it was about an extra hour a week of commitment fair because we're watching these movies anyway you just have to spend the hour to sit down and go off about them good point yeah so woo um but yeah you would agree with me on the certified bangers this week yeah oh yeah absolutely I've been in a mood recently and I don't know if if doing the watching for this episode put me in that mood or if I was already in that mood but boy howdy do I love me some good body horror mm-hmm. especially of the um Cronenberg variety yes but we decided to go pretty uh, wild with it and it, we got wet and wild and this week we decided to do Brandon Cronenberg the sequel to Cronenberg I guess I'll use that joke twice sure we decided um, to do Brandon Cronenberg <laughs> yep Wet and wild Stop. style, anyway, as that's you been, said. Anyway, that's been our time. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> yeah, we watched all three of his features. 
Mm-hmm. Rewatch two, uh, watch one for the first time. Guess which? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we watch them in reverse order, but we'll do them in the proper order. Just chronological. That, that is kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that you know proper is relative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we started off with 2012's Antiviral. Now, before we watch this, I remember that. Uh, what What was your reaction? Like you were, we'd seen this before years ago. Like. Mm-hmm. Years before Possessor had even come out, right? Yeah. What was do you do you remember what you said you thought of it when we uh went to watch it again? No, I just I remember we saw it like years ago. Yeah. And I remember I guess that's it I don't really remember. I found it kind of forgettable. Like I remember watching it and being just being like, eh, okay, whatever. Like I don't it's a movie. dislike it's a movie, yeah. I was like, I don't dislike it, but I wouldn't say I like it. I was just kinda like, uh yeah. So when it was, we, we almost did this episode without rewatching it because we we're like, do we need to rewatch Antiviral? See, I remember liking it and I was in the same boat if I didn't remember it very well. Yeah. So so that was definitely not your unique experience there. I, I remember little key moments of it. I remember the fucking ending. Mm. That was about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I, I wouldn't even necessarily call it, call it forgettable, just not particularly memorable was kind of my impression. Yeah. Of it, I was like, oh, whatever. It's a movie. Yeah. So I was, I was, I would, I was admittedly pretty lukewarm about rewatching it, but we gave it another yeah. chance. And it was good that we did. You, uh, would you say your reaction changed? Yeah, I found it like way more engaging this time. So maybe I was just not in a good headspace for. It. I don't know what kind of headspace you need to. I guess weird freak yeah. headspace, but. Like how exposed are you know. to any Cronenberg? Did, like obviously that was our first Brandon Cronenberg movie, but like mm-hmm. David Cronenberg stuff. How do you remember where you would have been in watching that? No, I I would have seen probably a couple at least. So like maybe, I imagine you maybe that seen was part of it was it was like yeah. yeah like I'm sure I'd seen the fly. I'd probably seen uh, Videodrome at that point because I think we watched yeah. that one pretty early on. So maybe that was part of it. It was just like oh this is the Cronenberg name. This is gonna be an absolute banger, right? Yeah, and it was like. Uh, yeah, fair enough. The first time, I will say. I liked yeah. it a lot more this time. Yeah. So antiviral, the premise is that, you know, our ce- our obsession with celebrity has gotten so insidiously parasocial that Ugh. certain celebrities have teamed up with these different, like, biotech companies to essentially patent and sell different viruses that have infected the celebrities at some point. So you could get the It Girls herpes simplex virus and get her the cold sores or so-and-so's, you know, he had the flu and now you can have the exact strain of influenza that infected him. It is is if he coughed in your face and directly into your mouth and people are eating it up. It's funny you mentioned the, the herpes virus one. That's the example that kicks off the movie. Yeah. And I had this thought then, um, but I still just think, like, there's the part where he's, uh, like, what side of your mouth do you want the the virus injected to where the cold sore is? If you have it on the left side, it'll, it'll be, be like, like she, she kissed, kissed you. you. Because it's on, the, it's on her right. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, you could tell someone's really eggy if they get, like, the right side. Because it's like, I want to be her. <laughs> like, if sure this just, like, put it on the right side, it's just like, ah, oh, cool. So you can, you can, you can just, like, psychoanalyze someone entirely based on what side they want their herpes injected on. Exactly. And so when I said people are eating this up, they also, you know, celebrities are selling their, like, cells to make, like, lab-grown meat so you can eat, like, a starlet steak and shit. Like, it's, 
It's a whole thing. That part, that part was wild. <laughs> just the like, I love you so much. I literally want to eat. You. I want to consume you physically, literally. Yeah, it's it's a time. Um, but uh, I love that about the way they do celebrity in this because mm-hmm. it's, I'll say it's not a very subtle metaphor, but <laughs> it's it's very fitting. I kind of there's time and space for subtlety, and when it's like hey, if we want to show how we consume people, and that's how celebrity often works, let's have them literally eat them. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. It is. It is. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, there's, it's not subtle, but at the same time, I'm like, when it comes to kind of going like that, whether it's something that's really kitschy or something that's really on the nose, it's like, as long as you're fully committing to it, yeah. like, I have time for it. Yeah. So I do appreciate that about this one. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so at some point... The, you know, plot kind of thickens after this is all established when one of the contract stars, Hannah Geist, she falls ill with some mysterious illness. And so our main guy is sent to go and like, you know, take a blood sample, harvest it. And he ends up injecting himself with part of it to get sick, partially, I think, out of his him being like a weird little freak and partially also because he's <laughs> He's working with like a black market guy to like yeah, bust the patents. Viruses, yeah. yeah. To and to bust the patents on them so that they can be available to like or sold to the highest bidder, essentially. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that this this, you know, flu or whatever she has is actually something much more sinister and it is it yeah. a, like, you know, was this an assassination attempt with a new bioweapon? Like what is going on? What is going to happen? And can I just say, <laughs> yeah, we were watching this and they're like, oh yeah, it, it, you know, I heard that she, you know, she went to China and she picked up this weird disease that no one has ever heard of before. It was like, whoa, this storyline oh. hits fucking different post 2019. Let me say. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> it was just like, oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That, that was, yeah, um... I was just, my jaw kind of dropped. And I was like, no, <laughs> kind of like had the energy of um the spider-man original trailer where it shows the spider web between the twin towers and the movie came out like after september 11th but uh. the tra- review trailer came out before september 11th right so like they did all this advertising they're like oh they're shit, like, oh, we shit. Gotta... what do now basically they're like oh we gotta we gotta do something about this but yeah, so mysterious uh arguably respiratory in a lot of the symptoms disease that she she picked up while abroad. It's like oh she basically no. Basically has like a Victorian oh. era illness. She's kind of like does spewing she's... blood at yeah. her TB style. Yeah, she's you know shrunken in bed in her in her little. Yeah, so our main character, like you pointed out, is that like is the unhinged racist brother from Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, and he he's he he does be in a little freak well. In different contexts like he's always yeah. like one thing that strikes me is how like just the way he like carries himself is just like he looks uncomfortable all the time yeah he yeah very hunched over very exaggerated but still like naturalistic ish like yeah it, it makes me think of that uh because <laughs> i started watching bob's burgers this year at one point where like bob realizes he had a bad childhood and he tells us he tells linda and she's like yeah i know and he's like what do you mean you know and she's like because your posture, no one no one who, who has that posture had a good childhood. <laughs> so, this is like that to the extreme. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All I could see in his posture was like, oh, relatable. 
Yeah, it just, it just looks very uncomfortable. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he's just bi, and that's just how he sits. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of... Um, Sid March, bi-con. Uh, it reminds me of the tweet about there's a character in that game, Elden Ring, with the worst posture in the world, like the hunched over Frankenstein yeah. shoulders, and it's just like, oh, cool, I saw a picture, it was a screenshot of the woman with that, that uh, posture, it's just like, oh, cool, there's a trans woman in this game. <laughs> Like, See, so uh, Sid March is, is a bit of all of us. Yeah, we, we, we can all relate to Sid March. We sure can. Even if we're not injecting other people's blood, just raw-dogging it in our veins. Oh, God. We're eating celebrity steak. Yeah. And like you said, it's it's that, like, <laughs> that Eric Andre bit where they're like, what is that? He's like, I don't know, it's just some kind of, like, gray food. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks like the, it's just some gray Oh, uh, it's just gray. <laughs> like, it, it does not look appetizing. Everyone's just a big freak in a very Cronenbergian yeah. way. So, we love it. Um, one thing I really liked about the movie was uh, when we get to the why of it all. Like, why is Hannah being targeted? Mm-hmm. What's going on? I love their explanation so much better than any overt political intrigue oh, or, hell yeah. or anything like that because it's just so nihilistically capitalist. It's business, babe. Yeah, because um, the company that Sid works for has uh, exclusive like, rights yeah, exclusive to all of uh, viruses. So the competing guys figure, okay, we can't take any of her viruses and sell it. We can't market her as a client of ours to sell to people. But if we make our own virus and get her sick with it, she's sick with our intellectual property. Yeah. And if we then give it to somebody else and take it from them, like, I mean, it's been through her. So, like, it's basically... Like, we don't even have to harvest it directly from her. It's just we can say she's had it. Yeah, and it's like, ugh. Gross. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just love that it's just like, there's nothing more we can do for her. She's fucked. And then the parents are like, we are, of course, going to sue. And the rep is just like, you'll see we have protected ourselves nicely. Yeah. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah, we well, see we have lawyered up, bitch. Yeah, it's... Um... And the fact that, that they're like, oh, yes, we could have done something, but she's too far gone. It's like, so you didn't, like, swoop in earlier to offer and like save her life to break her out of her contract like i don't know it's it is it's yeah. just very nihilistic it's like we actually don't need her like who cares yeah, especially no, they, if it kills they, her it's her last virus like then that takes out the DNA. competition and yeah. we get to be like the one so yeah it's, it's very much just like she is just a like the, the loss of her it's like the whole like you know remember when you worked in a grocery store and have like shrinkage where it's just like what gets get lost spoiled stolen whatever and they just they they budget for it and it's fine they have insurance yeah. and whatever yeah it's, it's just shrinkage it's just product shrinkage oh god that's bleak <laughs> uh but then um sid who is like going to meet a similar fate because he's all sick with her virus and he's just like spuming up blood everywhere and he's walking with a cane for most of the movie like he's falling apart mm-hmm. um he's such a fucking slick operator <laughs> He's just like, they're like, well, we know, we see no reason to save your life. So later, Gator. And he's all like, I have a proposition for you. And holy fuck. That went yeah. so dark with the proposition. 
what what do we have here in this end scene? So earlier in the movie, they kind of they teased a technology that pretty much was predicting deep fakes, where you you know attach the celebrity you know whoever's face and voice and stuff onto this avatar and then you can make it say and do anything you want and so they took a bit of that and they like they like and then with the meat stuff they 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 basically like clone all of her cells and create like a new hannah geist who is the celebrity but she's like in a tube (laughs) A giant yeah, well, they chamber? Say, they say it's all original. It comes from original parts. So in yes. my mind, the corpse was in there and they just had I think some of it, though, they said was like, like also a like. Fungus farm. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, we can keep. Inf- we, you know, this is her afterlife. We can keep infecting her with shit. And you get to see her like deep fake talk about how like happy she is about it. It's so fucked. And like, I, I absolutely love It's like this iron lung that's just like. Yeah, that's, that's a weird exactly web it. structure of meat yeah. everywhere. And except for like her, like, you know, like, like bust, like shoulders up. It's her. And then the rest is just like meat growing and all her organs are like. And then on the outside, the you have that like tube of like. It basically a, looks like a continuous human arm. It's very yeah, uncanny, it, oh, and they yeah, you can like t- injection into yeah a meat tube, and you can you know inject your virus into it. It'll infect her system, and then you get the new you know post mortem Hannah Geist virus, which is now exclusive yeah. to this company. And uh, thankfully, Brandon Cronenberg knows exactly what we all want, and someone does uh, eat the Cronenbozy, so <laughs> the meat tube. Yeah, the meat tube. At uh, the very end, Sid being such a little fucking freak is just like, I'm gonna cut it open and drink some blood from this meat tube after injecting like a virus into it. It's like, bro. Yeah, bro, give it time to infect first, at least. Yeah. I like how that's my concern in all of this is like, you're not doing science right. You're not. You're not letting the product. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you got. You gotta like, like don't don't. It's it's the process, man. Like. Yeah, respect the process. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that's the the plot essentially of uh, antiviral. Um, what what did you did you like the sort of messaging it had about celebrity culture and consumerism? Like, uh, what what were your takeaways on that? Yeah, I like I like it because the the risk with that kind of stuff is it can come off as very like high horse. I'm scolding everybody and like, oh, you people should know better. Yeah, that whole like. Yeah, and let you look at you participating in society. How curious! Like, <laughs> so it doesn't do that. Instead, it just goes like full nihilist, being like, "So here's like mm-hmm. the kind of like logical conclusion of this, and yeah. everybody in it is kind of a piece of shit. So they're all like, we're not really doing like a moralizing thing, or we're like, oh, tisk tisk, you plebs and your celebrity that you get all caught up in, unlike an intellectual like me." So I like that there's not that sort of, like, scolding kind yeah, of, like, holier-than-thou-ness to it. It's a movie that expects its audience to have their own set of morals that they mm-hmm. can then apply to the movie. Yeah. Rather than just, like, be told, this is good, this is bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, which I think is so much more interesting. Like, yes. have faith in your audience that they're not just all going to collectively be like, I see no problems with this. I yeah. can't wait for this Or they're future. like, oh no, they didn't tell me explicitly who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. I don't know what to think. 
Who do I root for? I like yeah, Moonsong. It, it must be why I liked Tar so much. Oh, I still need to see Tar. It's, yeah, uh... I, I watched it on my flight home. It was awesome. <laughs> that <laughs> ate up like a third of the flight. It was great. Yeah, that that's kind of why I haven't watched it yet. Because every night I go, it's like, oh, I should watch Tar. And then I remember that it's like, it's like three like hours really long. long. And yeah. it's like, fuck, I want to go to bed before this would be up. Yeah. No, I, so I want gonna... to rewatch it on a not airplane screen, so... Maybe I should I just come over like, and watch it. it. Yeah, you should just come over and watch it. We'll make it a brunch movie or something. That way there it's like go. there's no chance of butting into bedtime now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so this one has that sort of like, I wouldn't even call it moral ambiguity in the sense of like, is it good? Is it like, it's just kind of, it just is. Yeah. It's just like, this is the world that, that of the film and you're getting a glimpse into it and make of it what you will. One thing I really like about it is that every depiction of media, be it pop culture, news, whatever, in this movie is concerned with celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so homogenous. Yeah, we like don't it's always see like the same why... like three celebrities. Yeah, we we don't see why Hannah Geist is famous. We just see that she's famous. Yeah, that's and true. It's like everything to do with her is that she's famous. She's famous it, and she's beautiful and she's into... perfect. It doesn't go into the roles that she's doing. It doesn't go into like, yeah, like why is she an actress? Famous. Is she a singer? Is she a socialite? And, like, and all the maybe news, it says at some point, but it was so just beside the point that I'm like, I I don't know. All the news concerning her is, um, it's filtered through like even when she's like it's filtered through those like TMZ style shows. It's filtered yeah. through like Entertainment Tonight style stuff like tabloid rags and stuff it's not there's no like breaking cnn kind of thing going on it's just like the latest hot goss about this woman who's fucking dying horribly yes exactly it's that was so cynical and i kind of love that about yeah (laughs) well especially knowing that sorry this came out was it 20 2012 well that's what i thought so this would have been like just pre like live streaming everything and because so so much of this now just seems like oh yeah no like this would happen but like people would just do it themselves like they would like rather than having people you know there'd be this the people like outside her door being like we're gonna get the first glimpse of her dead body but you'd also have her streaming from her bed being like hey guys i'm dying what's up hey besties besties. i'm coughing up a lot here she pukes blood down yeah like so you would have a certain amount of like also like self-exploitation there and then you'd also have the like the sort of like citizen paparazzi of like, you know, rather than I work for TMZ, I work for whatever. It's just some guy with a camera who's going up and like yeah. live streaming it and being like, maybe this will be my big break. So, uh, so much of that is unfortunately just so ubiquitous now that like, it, t- it kind of, I kind of have to like take a step back and go, okay, no, this was 2012. This was sort of like, obviously TMZ and all that stuff has been around forever. As far as I'm concerned um, anyway. Sorry, my I lifetime. just have to apologize. My, my neighbor decided right now to start mowing, so. Oh, I don't hear it. The, the, okay, good. But if the audio is a little fuzzy on my side, it's because Okay. that's going on. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I thought I heard a um, lawnmower start at some point, but it was very short-lived. Yeah. No, um, God, when you described all that, it really, I know this makes me sound like a curmudgeon. I know this makes me sound like a Luddite. I know it makes me sound old and whatever, like, I, I'm so depressed about, like, how people, like, not only, like, embraced the Panopticon, but made it their pastime and based all their, like, interests around it. Mm-hmm. Like, f- 
fuck. I know that it's this is a bit of a tangent, but I think this kind of ties into what they're saying and how they approach celebrity where people have access to every single aspect of this person's life in this movie. Yeah. Just like the notion of, like, you mentioned people going up. It's like, I'm going to be the, the person on the street who's just shoving a camera phone in people's faces. And yeah. Like, getting scoops it's like it's going up and like yeah, i'm gonna ask you a stupid question for a tiktok and it's gonna go viral yeah don't do that it's like that just leave sucks. people alone like Jesus and, and they always say like i can legally do this and it's like no one it seems no one has heard the fucking like you know one of the the greatest things you can hear in your life and actually take in that just because you can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you, you should. should that applies so much to these cases and yes. like fuck me it's yeah. a nightmare out there like if the, if the only way you can defend yourself is well it's legal it's like okay yeah. <laughs> so is have fun sleeping at night i guess face on the bus if i wanted right. to if i was really agile yeah. like that doesn't go chop my own all my own fingers off for fun that's legal like that's a super normal thing to do yeah <laughs> and say for that matter you're welcome and I think that that actually, if we want to get into moral relativism, I think what you just pitched there is the moral te- the morally superior stance because you're exerting bodily autonomy for yourself by doing that. Whereas when you stick a camera in someone else's face or something, you are you are imposing your autonomy onto them. Period. So yeah, you know, like if you want to eat your fingers, go nuts. <laughs> this is a weird tangent to go on, but. Here we are. But yeah, so, and yeah, welcome to being in our 30s, I guess, of like, ah, yeah. oh, the world these days. Yeah. I don't hate <laughs> all of it these days. No, I know. There's a lot of I know. cool stuff about it, but. Oh, there absolutely is. Yeah, I just got back from uh, four months of dicking around in, like, Asia and stuff. <laughs> the world yeah. as it is kind of rocks. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm having bad thoughts. I need to stop having bad thoughts. I'm thinking about the world as it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, any any closing thoughts on uh, antiviral that you wanted to... Yeah, I guess just if this um, talking about... Yeah, it's sort of still very, uh, like, of its time in that sense because I feel like if you made it now, it would be, like, want to be, like, influencers trying to be like, no, buy my meat, buy my cells, like, <laughs> watch me get sick, watch me <laughs> inject myself oh, with this okay, shit and live that's... stream my reaction, which they kind of do because, yeah, that's when... When they think, yeah. so one thing we didn't mention was at some point, because they aren't sure if this was like a, an assassination attempt on Hannah's life, they just publicly declare her dead, even though she's still mm. alive for a period until the, she finally does succumb to the disease. But then, so the company, the competing company who made the disease, they, they know that Sid's infected with it. So they bring him in and they're like, well, we're going to like live stream essentially, uh, your you 24 7 so people can the way they word it is like you know basically everyone who had a parasocial relationship with hannah was robbed of closure and knowing and witnessing her suffer and die because i guess that's what you do for your parasocial besties so we're going to fulfill this fill this need and offer the people what they deserve by showing them what she would have gone through by showing the surrogate yeah so yeah i guess in that way it is. It is still it is really gesturing towards and that I was kind of say, on that trajectory. The other direction too. The other direction. It's it's happening because you hear all these cases about people faking illnesses uh, for social yeah. media clout and all that stuff. Where you or know there's something to be or, like, yeah, I'm publicly sick. I am sharing this sickness with my audience in this weird kind of more metaphysical way, but it's like 
Antiviral predicted some shit, man. <laughs> Antiviral predicted Belle Gibson. I don't know who that is. Oh, she was that Australian. She, um, she had, like, one of the first, like, recipe apps or something, because it was at the time where, like, the app store was really becoming a thing. But she right. lied about having, like, like, brain cancer and all of this stuff, and healing it with, you know, a whole foods whatever diet. Oh, no. And That's, like, straight up irresponsible man seriously yeah yeah and then it came out that she was a massive grifter people who went to school with her were like oh yeah no she was a compulsive liar people found like you know forum posts from her where she was like you know kind of dabbling in different like illness communities and stuff and yeah just like this compulsive lying to like try and create a sense of like community or something around like poor me while also encouraging people who were actually sick with cancer to like forego con- conventional treatment that actually had a chance of helping yeah. them and prolonging their life in favor of like green juice and shit Ugh. yeah so so Gross. that kind of thing that kind of thing okay okay yeah no there there is a <laughs> a very good recent example <laughs> of that well recent in the last 10 years but right regardless well i mean there was that I want to say young adult, no, romance author, who just, like, straight up faked her own Faked her own suicide. Yeah. And I think it was, like, after, and I thought it was suicide, because it was like, oh, yeah, you guys were so mean to me online that I killed myself. Except it was from, like, some proxy account. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at that part, because that part, that's fucked and all that stuff. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think suicide's funny, because that's No, of course not. Uh, No, but just... The way you phrase that is if she was, like, saying this, the perfect grift. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. <laughs> I yeah. mean, she kind of was, because it, it didn't turn out that she was, like, involved in her own Facebook groups around her under some completely, like, like, some, like, catfish, essentially, accounts or pseudonym. That doesn't, that doesn't surprise me to hear Yeah, like, that. that is so, like, I, I'm the killer going back to the scene of the crime to relive it. Yeah, basically. Ugh, yeah. So, yeah, Fuck. people, people, people do things. And I guess people have always been, like, weird freaks like that. It's just now it happens to an audience of, like, everybody. Yeah. Or it can happen to an audience of everybody. It happens in public in a way that, you know, if it happened back in the day in, like, your public square, your town would be like, oh, okay, that guy's a freak, whatever. But now, like, the entire world can know. Oh, God, I am so glad that I got out of high school before social media happened. Like, YouTube started the year I graduated, I think. Mm. No, not YouTube. Facebook started the year after I graduated. Yeah, Facebook I started... I was yeah. in grade 9 when it opened up to everybody. So we all jumped okay. ship to that. All right, all right. We've gone off the beaten path well sure enough. Sure have. Um, yeah, so that's antiviral. I recommend it. I liked mm. it even more this time. Yeah, um, and I, I, and if, you, if you're like us and you saw it and you were like, eh, whatever, I, I would give it a second chance. Yeah. It's, I would um, encourage you to give it a second chance. It's very, uh, when we get into the other movies, we'll be talking about style mm-hmm. a fair bit, I imagine, because they're very stylized. Yes. In similar ways, too. This one doesn't have that. This is a very clean and sterile sort it, of film. And then that's its stylization, I think, is that very clinical, yes, sterile. Yes. But yeah, it doesn't have that, like, you know, weird trip-out colors yeah. and, like, fuck diagenic lighting. Yeah, not to say it doesn't have style, it, it yeah. definitely but it's, does. It's, but but it, if you've only seen, like, Possessor or Infinity Pool, yeah. then you wouldn't go into this and be like, oh yeah, this is definitely a Brandon Cronenberg yeah. movie. And I think watching 
them all in reverse order in very like we watched infinity pool then the next day we watched Mm -hmm. possessor you see the similarities so much and then a few days later we watched antiviral and it's all of a sudden it's quite stark yeah it is and it works like given the the, how much of it takes place in like a clinic and stuff it's like no this this is kind of perfect for this but it is yeah uh, it's different than the others well, I don't want to, to harp on this drum too much because I think it's a bit unfair to him as a filmmaker, but if you want to get into the comparisons between David Cronenberg and Brandon Cronenberg, because Brandon does do unique stuff, but he also, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in that sense, this does feel like that sort of like very science, yes. rigid, conspiratorial thing that a lot of Cronenberg's early work has going for it. Like, I could see vibes, especially with the clinical setting and stuff. Like, I was getting vibes of The Brood a little bit. And oh, stuff yeah. Like that and there's definitely some, like, this. Dead Ringers kind of yeah, vibes. Yeah. yeah. Even if only in sort of, like, the setting and just, like, the feel of it. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. It was a good one. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah. appreciate it a lot more this time. Yeah. Uh, our next one, we're going to go to his second movie, uh, is probably my favorite of his Same. movies. Uh, Possessor, it from 2020, it fucking slaps so hard. <laughs> I, I absolutely love Possessor. Uh, mm-hmm. I was very fortunate when I bought a copy. I pre-ordered the 4K from Diabolic back when uh, it came out, and then they like started shipping them. And then there's just this tweet from them that was just like, "Oh, by the way, we got Brandon to like sign a bunch." <laughs> so we just gave them to random orders and all that stuff because. You know, they'd already ordered. And I was lucky enough to get a signed copy. I think so guess who got that's, one? That's kind of cool. Sure is. I don't really have, like, it still just sits on my shelf with all my normals, my normie discs, <laughs> because uh, I don't really have, like, a display for pop culture media collectibles or stuff, because it's not really my thing. But I still think it's neat. Maybe I it just could think be. it's neat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Possessor, yeah. This movie is quite the trip and I still please jump in if I'm missing things because mm-hmm. it still kind of like throws me a little bit at oh, times. Same. Um, it's intense. But the basic premise is like if you want to kill someone what if you just hijack the body of someone close to them and make them do it? And it's like shit that's some quantum leap stuff in like a <laughs> nightmare nightmare realm quantum leap. Mm. Um where the movie opens with uh, this woman who works as a, a server, I believe, at this, like, upscale restaurant, like, like this penthouse restaurant thing. Or yeah, I don't know party. if she's a regular worker there or if she was hired, like, for the event, but either way, she's... Yeah, there's, like, an event going yeah. on, yeah. Um, and first we see her, she's just sitting there, like, practicing emotions in the mirror, and you're wondering, like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, you know, something's up. Um, but she's injected this, like wired contraption into our fucking brain to do this and we uh learn later that that's how they calibrate the assassin infiltrating their mind calibrate it to the host body to make sure that everything's working okay yeah and they maintain um, control over the consciousness yeah so we don't know exactly what's going on with this but we see uh this woman fucking around in the mirror and then she goes up to the penthouse suite and um sees her target there and it's just like this guy we don't know what he's done or anything at this party and she walks up, pulls out a knife, like grabs a, a dinner knife at the restaurant thing and just fucking brutally stabs him to death. 
And it's like, damn, Brandon really loves to go hard on the stabbings, don't he? Especially in the torso region. I honestly think he is doing, continuing the, the, the joyous work of Lucio Fulci. In Period. that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Because Fulci would always do the thing where it's like a gore scene happens rather than cut away or do stylized cuts. He would just, camera would go Linger and, uncomfortably. And, in, and it just wouldn't <laughs> cut away. It was just like, hey, look at all this blood coming out. Isn't that neat? And you're just like, oh, <laughs> this is nauseating. Well, that seems to be Brandon's MO as well. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't shy away from the gore, but he just like hyper fixates on it in this, yes. or at least hyper fixates compared to what you're used to seeing right. in movies. And that makes Possessor... I remember when we were watching this, there's a scene later where we both, like, turned away from the screen. (laughs) And it was just like, it takes a lot for a movie to make me do that these days. Because I've just, I've seen some shit, you know? (laughs) Um, You? Yeah. Anyway, so this woman stabs this guy to death and then pulls out a gun. So, you know, as they point out, it's like, hey, you were provided a gun. Why'd you stab him? She's like, like, okay. Vibes? Yeah, just for the vibes. But she pulls the vibe was right. It was a stabbing yeah, vibe pulls... that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She pulls out a gun and goes to shoot herself, but then just doesn't. Like, she can't bring herself to do it. Yeah, because you, you, she, she needs to, like, sever the connection with... Yeah, she's just like, what does she say? Like, uh, like pull, pull me out, out or something like that? And then goes to shoot then, herself. Like, yeah. So, yeah, upon brain like... death, then the, the connection is fully severed, and, yeah. like, you're good. And also, like, then... You know, you don't have somebody... I mean, I guess if they stay alive, then they just sound like a like, psychosis patient being like, no, 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 there's a person in my head telling me to kill, and I kind of don't control yeah. my body. Be like, yeah, sure, yeah. buddy. <laughs> but she won't do it. Uh, she's unable to do it. It's unclear exactly at this point. Uh, but the cops show up, and in a very realistic way, just, like, needlessly gun her down. Like, you know, she pulls a gun on them, and they fire, and then they keep well, firing. Well, so she's suicided by coughing. Firing. Yeah. But then they keep firing. Oh, yeah, they, like, sh- like the she's on the ground with bullets her in, in her, head. and the dude shoots her in the fucking head. So yeah, that's, it's just I was like, like, I was like, is that cop on the inside? Is he, did he come to finish the job? But they never established oh, I just, that. I just took it for, like, you know, like... Standard, holding up a average policeman. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when we cut to this weird sort of, like, sci-fi lab where um, the main character, Voss, played by Andrea Riseborough, who I think is... Great in everything I've seen her in, mm-hmm. which hasn't been much, admittedly. She was in Mandy as Mandy. Mandy. She was in Nancy as Nancy. So, <laughs> you know, she has a thing going. And we learn what is essentially the crux of the movie is that she is an assassin who gets put into people's heads to hijack their body in and order go to do commit the these crimes. Yeah. And... Um, that's how we get into like the meat of this movie, where she has this this high profile job of corp- uh, assassination and corporate uh, espionage to try and like assist a very hostile takeover of this company. But this doesn't go off without a hitch because she's kind of cracking up a little bit, like she's having bad reactions to the um, the, procedure. the process. And uh, this time, when she's uploaded to her host body, not only is she um, unable to escape after committing the crime uh he manages to damage the connection port in her head Mm -hmm. and he seems to get control back and she's like stuck in his head while he's sort of like oh shit i apparently did a murder or something like that that (laughs) a series of murders yeah yeah 
Um, like to the outside again, he would just look like he was like had like a psychotic break. Well, that's even how they they planned it up. It's like ramp up your coke you start acting erratic. Yeah, go start go a fight like at the party. Yeah, yeah, like have people witness you being unpredictable and erratic and agitated, and that yeah. way it'll just look like yeah, you you finally broke and and, and there, um, there it is. Yeah, and then the movie is basically her trying to get back control while he is trying to get her out of his head. Mm-hmm. And he seems to black out at times when she seems to take control, but but it becomes very ambiguous. And I love the way they show that their minds are melting together, and that we get this very society esque body horror thing yes. of their faces like melting into each other. And the fucking effects in those sequences are so damn cool. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love how they uh, how they look. Oh, they managed God, to put body horror effects. into a sci fi movie that's not a particularly body horror based movie. I mean, I guess it, again, it, it, it it is, but it's it's more like psyche horror. Like, it's like, yeah, your yeah. brain's getting fucked, but it's not like, you know, the visual, physical body horror, like, in the classical yeah. sense, like we're used to. I like that it, it blends that, because it, it there seems to be such a, like, you know, like, like, they say the phrase mind and body, like, there's a separation as if your mind isn't part of your fucking body. Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's like, you a know? movement in, I think it's, like, like, more, like, somatic psychology and psychotherapy and stuff where they they just like there's the phrase just like body mind is all one word okay to talk about how it's like no it's like <laughs> like like it's connected you, you can't really meaningfully sever or separate yeah like your body doesn't work without your mind and your mind is a part of your yeah, your mind like body. wouldn't it really exist without your body yeah well i mean i consider the brain body part as i think most people right but they they don't talk about it like that. crazy but but i like the that they uh they do uh he does blend that in this Mm -hmm. movie and also jesus christ on the effects front um Mm. the scene where she does where he uh does the assassination was so fucking gnarly like it's one of the grossest (laughs) things i've seen in a long fucking time and it just lingers, and it's like very house by the uh, yeah house by the cemetery, where it's just like I'm gonna kill you with this fire poker, and we're just gonna like zoom in on yeah. it kind of thing. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I love about this movie, and uh, you know, this is not an original thought by me, is it's a very sort of trans horror movie mm. in a lot of ways because you know, like she gets uploaded into this dude's body. And, like, what's the first fucking thing she does? She just Checks out her junk. His dick. Checks yeah. out what she's packing. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, a sequence that I think we got distracted and missed it. Yeah, we were, like, looking away, and then we're like, we didn't see the penis. Yeah, but there's a part where she's, like, fucking his girlfriend, and it's, like, her face all distorted and stuff, and she's just got this huge rod, and it's, like, <laughs> shit. This this movie went hard. That's one thing also where, like, may- maybe it's, like, because you know how with um, all of the, like, Eggers films where it's like, oh, we wanted to hang Dong, but we couldn't. They yeah. wouldn't let us. Our mom wouldn't let us. And this, and this, Cronenberg's like, yeah, I got, I got Telefilm Canada having my yeah, like, tele- yeah, they Yeah, they say I can hang Dong, so we are hanging Dong in this movie. Plus, I noticed... I couldn't say that uh, that this happened with antiviral because I don't know, but I assume it didn't. But both Possessor and um, Infinity Pool, which I believe were both neon movies as well, they went to theaters and then they came out with an uncut version where it's very explicit 
on this is the uncut version. Like it's in huge print on the box and stuff. And There's you a little bit of like, at the start uh-huh. of Possessor. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because there's graphic sex in these movies. Yeah. And it's like Okay, I could see that this was probably what's missing from uh, <laughs> the um, the theatrical version. Theatrical, which is why I, w- I can't wait to talk to our our, our pals uh, Kylie and Elliot. They they host a Bad Dad Rad Dad podcast, which is good fun because uh, they saw it twice. But I think Infinity they Pool saw it twice in theaters. Oh, Infinity Pool. Yes, yeah, sorry, I'm talking about Infinity Pool. I'm all over the place. Um, so. I don't know if they've seen the uncut version, <laughs> so I'm curious to pick their brains about what's uh, what's missing. What what's good? What's because good? <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 get to Infinity Pool in a little bit. Well, but... I'm sorry because the answer to what's good, all I can think of is Tim Robinson going like comb shots, <laughs> jizz, jizz. <laughs> because that that's Just... your answer at least for Infinity Pool. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so anyway. Um, <laughs> Back to Possessor. Possessor is, I like that they have the sort of like, the mind in the incongruous body and how how it's, uh, how difficult it is, but at the same time how, how it blends together. Like it does undo mm. that separation of, because there's a bit of a narrative when it comes to um, sexual orientation and uh, transgender issues of like, my mind and my body are completely incongruent right. and all that stuff. And I, I feel like I get the messaging and I think that's, that's like, it makes sense, but I think it's also, you know, by design, a bit of an oversimplification yes. too, because like, um, like, like we said earlier, you wouldn't have your mind without your body and your body without your mind. But it's, uh, one of those things where like, it's incongruent, but it's still the fucking cards you've been dealt. And mm-hmm. like, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the, the possible grief or trauma yeah. or, or difficulties with adapting? And, um, and that is the, that answer is going to be very personal to the yeah. individual. Of course, there's not like a cookie cutter. Yeah. But, but I answer. like that this movie kind of, uh, doesn't feel the need to have that, that wall between mind and body, Yeah, which I think gets into the nitty gritty of why it's like such a difficult, thing to describe to people who don't experience it mm-hmm. you know like like when you tell a straight person like if like like, like i'm gay and they're like oh that's a choice right and it's like no you no 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 okay. <laughs> so we're just like i don't know maybe who cares well, actually, actually my <laughs> takeaway from it is like if it's a choice great yeah i'm, ex- I'm exerting my freedom to make that choice sure am you know like yes yeah, like, it would be so I, bad if it was like yeah, and not to say it the, is like this is me doing the whole like, not even devil's advocate, but it's just like so. What if it was like? No, I, I agree with you completely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a bit of my beef with the 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 sort of born this way over yeah born this way kind of yeah. thing with the oversimplification is like, I think it's kind of irrelevant whether we were born yes. this way or we chose to do it. It's one of those things that it's like this is none of your fucking concern, mate. Just yeah, like, live your life. Let man. me live my life. Yeah. in a free way. You know exactly. So, um, but yeah, like this, this, uh, the depiction of how the brain is infiltrated and how, uh, Voss is trapped in the brain with mm-hmm. his body that isn't hers, the way that it melds 
the physical with the mental is what's so interesting mm-hmm. to me about this and why it's a little uh it hits harder than like it would be so easy to just be like i'm trapped Help yeah me. but no but it, it shows how easily like because she's a professional this is what she does how easily she just kind of like settles into his skin and yeah. like yeah gets his girlfriend to have sex with her at him whatever you yeah. want to like like she like embodies him so well that there are a couple times where people are like oh like you seem off but that's also like well you're establishing that to show that he's gonna have a break and go crazy and commit murder (laughs) but yeah like it just like she it it, because she settles in so well yeah it kind of gets blurry even even before she's it's established like she's trapped the consciousness is kind of like getting hijacked or retaken over by it's like it's hard to like where does does you know she end and he begin because she is fully embodying him to the point that the outside world is is none the wiser so yeah yeah even even when it's like okay she's even before that though it it was yeah with that mind body meld there's also that like meld of them Mm -hmm. of like yes she's her but she's also embodying him and yeah, it's it's not cut and dry, clean, and then they talk about that too yeah. with the separation. That's why they test them every time they come out to make sure there's no like residual anything. It's like yeah. you're yourself again, right? Like you're you, and you're not them. Yeah, because the process does that. It's um basically the idea is that they upload their consciousness, but it it posits that the consciousness is a tangible thing. It's not just a concept. It's right. It's like it's material. Because, like, like you pointed out, um, when you when you when you leave the body, you might take some of it with you. Yeah, there can be leakage kind of thing. or spill. I don't remember what Whereas, they call it. It's like spillage or leakage yeah. or like something like that. They have a name for it, but it's like yeah. it's a thing because it's like yeah, this is what happens. Yeah, so that was really fucking cool about this movie. I, mm-hmm. I uh, quite enjoy this movie, and um, fuck, it's gnarly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, you like it's yeah. it's like I'm just thinking of an analogy now for like. You know how sometimes you can, there, there's those cool experiments you do as a kid where you can like, you know, put two liquids together and they separate. And so you have like one on top of the other and you have like a clean line between like, well, here's this heavier liquid and here's this lighter one. Yeah. And then you have something like a recipe that's like, oh, you're going to make a sauce. So pour soy sauce into water and it just kind of like dissolves and blends. And so, yeah. yeah, you'd think you'd think maybe it'd be like, oh, it's going to be like the first one where like you go in and you're just kind of pushing the other consciousness out of the way and doing your thing yeah. and then cleanly coming. It's like, no, 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 it's it's all like There's I'm doing like gestures with my hands right too, now. Yeah. Of, yeah, of my, my fingers webbing together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like two spiders boning down. That's what yeah. your hands look like right now. Yeah, exactly. It's, two it's spider two scissoring. Spider, exactly. No, because I think even, um, like, having, with, like, the work I do and stuff, and, like, even explaining, um, sorry, this is a tangent, like, when working with, like, personal injury clients and explaining trauma and how we explain to insurance companies to, like, get, you know, coverage for treatment and stuff, it's, like, you know, it's not like you, you break your leg, you broke your leg in the collision, and so, you know, you might have a pre-existing injury, like, a pre-existing shoulder injury and oh they only have to cover your leg injury because that's right. all that like i don't know if that actually happens but i'm just giving an example here versus like when it's when it's your brain it's like no all that shit's connected so you could have like a previous like oh something traumatic to me happened to me in my childhood and now this is coming out 
because I yeah. had something else happen. Like it's it's it, you can't just like neatly separate it. Like you can like yeah your your foot from your shoulder. Yeah, your foot is not your shoulder. Like the brain just does yeah, yeah. not work that way. So I appreciate that yeah. they seem to have taken that into consideration. Yeah. When I mean like, what but if we like inject you into this guy's brain? It, that too. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Like uh, that. That's why I love uh, what I love about his movies and what I love about uh, his dad's movies is there's always like a, a more interesting approach than just mm-hmm. the obvious. Yes. And I, it's why they're such good fucking filmmakers. Yeah. Because it's not even like the the, the obvious. Because like, the obvious for me would be like oh, this, she's been doing this so long, it's starting to weigh on her consciousness. It's like, no, no, she's a cold-blooded yeah. killer. She doesn't give a fuck. It's that, like, it's, like, literally wearing on her, like, the physicality of that, that material yeah. aspect of her psyche and her consciousness. Like, yeah. the morality of it, nobody gives a shit. Like, whatever. It's, it work is work. But it's the, like, the wear and tear of it. Yeah. Well, it's typified by, like, the sort of book almost bookends of the movie, where she's doing the two, like post assassination analysis things yeah where she tells the story of like the she's looking at artifacts like things from from her life and she has to recall what they yeah, she has to declare like yep that belongs to me and here's the story behind it yeah and she finds this butterfly and she talks about how when she was uh a little girl she found it and pinned it like well i think she killed killed it it, essentially yeah and pinned it yes to to put the thing and then she says like i felt really guilty about it i still feel guilty about it and then the second time at the end of the movie, when she describes the um, butterfly, she doesn't mention the guilt nope. at all. And that's where we end the movie. Yeah. So, like, it just shows that that part of her is finally, like, while they're worrying about stuff seeping into her, it's almost like that part of her it's like seeped blocking. out of her. Yeah. yeah it's, like, gone it's now. It's blocked out. Yeah. And, yeah, it's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also, like, kind of, like, it... it it would be hard to imagine her having any sort of feelings after that sort of last, like, how that job ends. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, another moment that goes harder than I expected. Oh, my God, it goes so hard. Go with it. Um, I, I, I wonder, I should check on Letterboxd if, um, I believe it's Erica from Unsung Horrors, who's, like, an aficionado for kids getting iced in movies. <laughs> Just be like, straight up, uh, she's writing a whole fucking book about it. Oh, nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, here's here's one for you. Right. Yeah, because... Yeah, because what, what happens is the uh, the host, you know, he, he, he sees Voss in his head and he sees some of her memories and stuff like that. And he bas- he goes and finds her family and is like you need to get this bitch out of my head and ends up like brutally murdering the dad. Yeah. The husband. I don't know. Next they're separated, but they're like, no, let's get back together. And then the kid comes out and stabs the host. Yeah. And then he kills the kid, but it looks like it might be Voss at that point having control again. Yeah. It's like, cause Voss is just like, pull me out after yeah. killing her after husband. Her husband. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, Oh, this oh, is shit. boss again. Yeah. And then she kills her kid. And then it turns out that her boss is, it looks like, was in the kid. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it goes hard. Layers yeah, of like, betrayal. Kid fucking stabs her in the throat. She just turns and shoots him. And then he, like, looks down and she pauses. And then she just fucking keeps shooting. Like, yes. there's a moment of, like, 
Like, you think it's gonna be like, oh my god, I accidentally killed my child. It's just like, no, she's well, like, fuck time it. Time to finish what I started. Right? So, yeah, at that and, point, um, if she was like, I feel guilty, it's like, no, you don't. It's no, like, you bitch don't. Where? <laughs> so, she's not even putting on the airs of it. She's just like, yeah, I killed yeah. this thing. I killed this little butterfly, yeah. and then I killed my baby. And then it shows the kid, and the kid's just like, pull me out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, no, like, Possessor goes hard. And sure. I like, I, I forgot, like, it. I remember it about up until, like, the, like, assassination. Right. And then I thought it, like, ended shortly after that. So I, like, I, I guess, blocked out, like, this entire, and I was like, oh, my God. I was going to say, you God. blocked out, like, the back half of the movie. Right? <laughs> the back third, anyway, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> It's it's a good. And it's funny because I, I remember be, I seeing Possessor being like, oh my god, obsessed. I love this movie. And like when I was at the library, I like put my sticker on every copy and like put it on. I would try to sneak it into displays where I could and like, or like at one point we we're doing grab bags of movies, so it was like let's do some weird ones. And I was like, put this in it. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was you really, probably I was I was promoting the the good word of Possessor. <laughs> You are probably traumatizing many people with that, with the your choices at the library. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Just yeah, like, I, I oh, remember we... putting it on, on, like, the staff picks display, and I was like, yeah, I'm counting down until I get somebody coming and being like, this is terrible! Okay, so we have Under the Tuscan Sun, we have Before Sunrise, <laughs> uh, what else should we put in this Italy vacation thing? Solo! <laughs> we actually, we did get that in the catalog. We got the Criterion caught. So I remember seeing it come in and I was like, okay, do I start a betting pool on how long it takes for somebody to contest this? That's funny. <laughs> to like do an official, like the document that you can do. I don't know if it's like this at every library, but it's like the um, citizen's request for the reconsideration of library material, I think is what it's called. Right. <laughs> Where you submit a formal thing to library. I mean, like, I don't think this should be in the collection and here's why. And then they have like a library and like go through it and like <laughs> okay i i want to like anonymously like oh it's not anonymous it. you have to put your oh, name okay. on it just to get librarians watching this dope stuff right <laughs> just enrich your life i know you have to sit through it as part of your job but you'll Except. feel better if you do <laughs> um, it's italian culture and yeah uh, yeah so possessor slaps uh, i've said that multiple times yeah and I still love it still holds up still bangs still goes yeah. hard yeah love it we'll okay. we'll watch okay. again one day yeah okay so our last movie <laughs> i wonder if this one made it into the collection probably not the uncensored version i don't think they're allowed to have porn <laughs> Ugh, rude. i meant to look though <laughs> but regardless uh, yeah. Yeah, we watched Infinity Pool. We sure did. The uncut, in case that wasn't clear. And this was our first first time watch for yes. this episode. Neither of us had seen this one. No. So uh, what's Infinity Pool? So Infinity Pool, we have a like resort seaside kind of place. And yep. it's it's in a fictional country, Litolka. I have to be careful of the pronunciation because I know someone named Tolka. Oh, okay. So, but there's an L in there for this, Litolka. And okay. so it's, you know, set up as, you know, it's off somewhere in some part of the world where, you know, it's underdeveloped. It's probably, let's be real, probably at least previously colonized. Like, so the, you know, you have this, this, these, this extravagant resort for rich people who go and, you know, 
drink by the seaside, whatever, take in some of the local culture through dance. But everybody who actually lives there pretty much lives in like desolate poverty. Yeah. Farming at best. Um, they you see if they leave the resort, which they're not supposed to do because it's so dangerous. Um, the there's like fences around the road to separate the visitors from like the locals. Yeah. It's it's very like apartheid vibes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Pretty blatantly so. And part of the thing with this country is like, oh, you know, it's so beautiful to go visit, blah blah blah, but it's it's so backwards. It's so like, you know, the laws are so restrictive. Like it, it's, it's very, you get the idea of authoritarian, very corrupt, very like, if you so much as like, look at somebody the wrong way, they'll like honor kill you kind of thing. Right. So yeah, it's, it's setting up that sort of like, I don't know what to call it. Like not even quite like orientalist, but like definitely like, like othering of like, oh, it's one of those places. Yeah. But we we go there because it's like cheap and exploitable and and beautiful and so the main character is a writer who you know he's he's trying to write his his next thing his his first book wasn't really a hit but fortunately he married into money so it's fine but he's you know perpetual writer's block and so i was like oh i'm gonna go to this like new place to like try and reignite my creativity or whatever, and meet some of the fellow vacationers who convince this couple to, like, well, let's, you know, we, we come here every year, like, just let, let's leave the property, we'll go out, we'll, we'll rent a car from the the owner of the resort, and go to the, have it to, like, a private beach for the day. And yeah. on the way back to the resort, um, they accidentally engage in, like, a hit and run. <laughs> well, two things. Yes. Before that. One, kudos to the subtitler of this disc. Yes. Because it like, specifies like buffalo sausage sizzling or something yes. like that or whatever kind of sausage it was. It's like, damn, you went hard on them subtitles. Sure did. And then secondly, we, we get a full-on hand job on screen. So that, oh, that yeah. Was, to completion. Yeah. To completion. To completion. Yeah, so that's what I'm wondering. Is that one of the bits that, that like... I assume that's one of the things that makes this the uncut version. Well, yeah, because uh, I, I thought it was going to be a joke about, like, like the dick, you see? Like, it's the uncut version. But then it's like, oh, no, it's just jizzing. Okay, I see. But, yeah, I'm like, did, yeah. Was, there, was there any peen in theaters? Or was it <laughs> was it all yeah. just, like, gestured, like, like she's behind him. It's like, oh, we know what's happening here. Because I know in America, at least, and I assume it probably fits here, too, you cannot show like a hard on in a movie. Oh yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's it becomes porn at that right. point. Like you can't get an R rating. Yeah. And that sort of thing, like um, that automatically makes it like NC seventeen or adults right. only or whatever the fuck. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's one of those things where I imagine that Canada probably got the same print that probably. America would have for theaters. Like you'd think. Like you might be able to get um, like like an in- indie theater that would maybe. See, that's what I'm wondering, because yeah. uh, if because um, it played at the Metro, mm. and I don't know where our friends saw it. Got it. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if the Metro played it uncut. Yeah. Because the Metro just goes hard like that. They do. Because we know, like, stuff like that ha- has gotten local play before, it, and that, like, didn't, uh, back when, like, View Weekly was around, they did that, like, Blue Review event thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, hardcore shit has played at, like, they, like... Ha- oh, yeah. At theaters yeah, it here. legally can. I'm talking yeah. more in terms of classification. Yeah, yeah, You're not yeah. going to get, like, 
uh, a boner in a multiplex. But I mean, you know, they didn't they didn't have like a porno theater to go do this at. They had to like you know rent out a the metro or whatever it was. Yeah. So like it can be done. Yep. But I don't know if they would. I don't know what, what kind of like. Because for that, my understanding was it was more of like a like oh, it's a homemade kind of thing, and then like we destroy it after, so it can't be like recirculate yeah. as opposed to like no this is like a commercial movie that involves licensing and like yeah. i don't i don't know the nitty-gritty details of that kind of stuff so i don't know if it would be like even worth the hassle right so yeah i don't know we'll have to ask our friends yeah but yeah so that's uh that's one of those moments that you're just like oh you're like whoa okay, okay. all right cool you're like oh it's yeah. juicing yeah, and it's just like that's that's exactly what I expected to see in a macro shot close up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> On my uh giant fucking TV. So yeah. it's like, oh dude, it's bigger than my it's head. Like, oh, the lighthouse wishes. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, so hit and run, hit and run. Yeah, and so they they're like they they're like, well, we should call the police and then the the couple who's always vacationing, they're like, No, 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 because they're corrupt, like they'll rape you and kill you and they'll find your bodies by sunrise kind of thing so no we don't we don't we'll we'll talk we'll we'll talk to the hotel owner about it he'll take care of it it's fine well the police do get alerted and because it's a hit and run and everything we find out that the law you know in addition to we're gonna be corrupt about it and say like you know my my brother or whatever is the hotel owner it would look really bad if he if it was on record that he lent you his car so you're gonna say that you stole it you're gonna be doing me a favor if you say that you stole it so he's like okay so you know we're we're setting up the the vibe yeah and it turns out that this that by law this is punishable by death and specifically that the oldest son of the murder victim has to kill the uh, the uh perpetrator to yeah. you know restore family honor or whatever and in the absence of a son the state steps in and does it for you but this guy had like you know a fucking 12 year old son or whatever so he's gonna stab you to death and you're like oh shit oh fuck and they're like however however we got a loophole however because we have you know want to encourage tourism from around the world we have an agreement with governments around the world where you know for a certain fee Rather than us assassinating their citizens, the citizen can pay to have themselves cloned, essentially. And we'll make yeah. a clone of you, a, a surrogate that has your memories, who, who believes it's guilty of your crime, and they will be executed instead of you. And that is our Which little, is just a fucking loophole. crazy premise just to drop on you, like, right there. Sure just be like, is. Hey, guys. There's like, so we have this tech, nobody else has it, even though we're this supposedly, like, backwards, de- underdeveloped little island nation or whatever. Okay. That's one thing I love about both Cronenbergs, but I think Brandon Cronenberg does so well, is mm-hmm. how he implements the sci-fi in what is otherwise real-world normal yes. stuff. Like, Possessor, it's all this crazy tech and all these ideas in downtown Toronto. You know, like, and it's just like, yeah. In Possessor? Yeah. Yeah, Possessor was in Toronto. No, like, uh, Antiviral definitely was. I I got the impression Possessor was in the States. Was it? Because Antiviral was in Toronto. Sorry, I was thinking Antiviral. I remember, because I had asked you, was this in Toronto? But I. Yeah, and then we saw, like, the the mailing address had Toronto on it straight up. So it wasn't even filmed in Toronto. Yeah, Yeah, no, because I I thought I remember the state that it took place in, like, DC or something. At least the assassination. Okay. Anyway. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> but but either way, you know, it's just like regular world stuff. And it's like, 
here's some crazy sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be all of a sudden we're in this like alien future, like so much like dystopic literature stuff. It's it removes itself so much from what we right. see. Like I think a great example is that is compare Mad Max One to Mad Max Two: Road Warrior. Mad Max One is just like it's just kind of like Australia if the Bogans took over. You know, that's sort of <laughs> Mad Max One. Uh, and then Mad Max Two is just full on Fallout. Right. Kind of kind of like desert world, right? Yeah. And um, this kind of airs more in that, like, it's recognizable, but there's this weird element that just, like, you just kind of accept because everyone in the world accepts Yes, exactly. But yeah, so, double execution. Yes. And then you're free to go. Yep. But but one of the kickers is you have to watch yourself be executed. Because at first, I I was like, well... They do this and then they just like they, they trick the, the local yokels, right? They make them think that they're it's like, no no no, they like you have to watch yourself be executed. They, yeah, know, they know that they're killing it, yeah. a surrogate and they're taking what they can get and Yeah, we were wondering what the logic for that was when yeah. we first watched it. One thing that occurred to me is it might just be one of those like we have this in there to sort of like show this as a lesson to you so you Yeah. Maybe learn not to do what you do. Yeah, like, look how horrifying it is to watch yourself die brutally meanwhile meanwhile we've got jamesy over here just cracking a big smile as he watches himself being stabbed to death and it's like <laughs> yeah you're like uh-oh they awoke right. something in him all right dude little freak hours are upon us uh-huh and oh, then I, we, I i said that it took me longer to kind of click in that so they you know go back and see the couple that took them on the joyride if you want to even call it that after yeah. and it's set up as a like you know we you're well you're a writer and you need inspiration and and like it is it was set up as a sort of like like rite of passage like oh now you're in the like the litolka club and like hopefully that will give you some inspo for your like this having this like just indescribable experience of watching yourself be brutally murdered yeah and they do talk talk a bit about like the philosophy of, of the like well what it you know how do you know that that was that wasn't really you and that you're the clone, but they, but they don't dwell on it. It's just sort of I like... I love that they brought that up yes. as the midpoint, just like a philosophical debate, because I was worried that that's where the movie was headed. Me too. And I thought that's kind of predictable that that's yeah. the... And then instead it was like something movie. that like a drunk guy says at one point, be like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if that happened? Ah. And I thought that was so cool because it addresses it, but <laughs> yeah. it makes it just like... They are, like, even though that would be the ultimate nightmare philosophical question, it's so blasé to Yeah, they're just like, who freaks. fucking cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I wouldn't know any different. I'm like, I respect that. I do not respect yeah. you people very much for what you do. And we'll get into that. But, like, I respect that. <laughs> I, like, it, it, it's kind of, I remember saying that to somebody at one point, like, during the pandemic, uh, like, the height of it, sort of, you know, pre-vaccine and everything. Of I was like, well, I mean, if it like if I get it and it kills me, then it's literally not my problem anymore. And she was like, yeah, she's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it literally won't be my problem. <laughs> yeah. Versus like, very, very, oh, if I get uh, sick and then have like long term effects or anything, that different story. But yeah, it's just like, no, if it kills me, I'm done. I don't have to care That's anymore. That's kind of the mentality that that I think we both expressed at different times about like you know the the weird barroom conversation piece that always comes up between nerds of like how are you going to survive a zombie apocalypse yeah, kind of like, thing and it's just like i'm not going to it's fine no i think I it was like it was like survive. tegan or sarah who was like no i would simply die and i was like that's an yeah. option like that changed my life i was but like no so i will true. kill myself i don't care 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, I don't. I don't need yeah. to live that badly. Yeah. Like no, this whole like like oh we must persevere. It's like no, you have fun with that. Enjoy your perseverance. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna sit on my roof of the lawn chair and drink until Pretty I'm leaving Las Vegas myself. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Then if the zombies want to like weekend at Bernie's me or whatever, like again, not my problem. Because yeah, I'm sure that's what they would do <laughs> to Is my body. A, would it be a crime to have in my uh, final will and testament that whoever gets my possessions, what few of them I have? They have to, like, go on a weekend with me. Well, a few of my possessions I have, says the person with, like, a 2,000 movie collection. That's basically what they'd get. They'd get my movies. <laughs> so if you want, like, a, and it's 3,000 movies, thank you very much. See? But if you, want, if you want a dope movie collection, all you have to do is wait till I croak and then weekends at Birdie's party with me. <laughs> but, yeah, so <laughs> bring it back again from our one of our many tangents. Right. It's the, yeah, it, it's posed, like, it sort of starts out as a dramatic, like, what if? And they, like, draw, like, kind of tease it that way. And then, then yeah, it's just like, not my fucking problem. Like, I'm yeah. here. I don't care. It's like, yeah. oh, good. So the crux of this is rather than it being a one-off, like, okay, now you've been initiated and you're one right. of us, it goes beyond that. It's like, so this is what we do. <laughs> this We come to this country to engage in absolute debauchery without consequence because we have the money to buy our yeah. way out of it. And we also get the thrill of watching ourselves be killed every time because it's we're just 120 days of Sodom of them to do this. It sure is, but, like, entirely self-imposed. Yeah. Like, they are the libertines and the teens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, fucking freaks. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they Absolutely go around and, like, hours. we're going to do some breaking and entering and some killing and some, like, and just terrorize the local population. And the best yeah. that they can get out of it is killing our surrogates. Yeah. And I love how anytime it looks like they're going to face consequences, we get the rug pulled. Yes. Like, like there's the thing where they're all in the room after doing the, first off, best smash cut in history, where oh, they're, like, doing God, a yes. murder spree, and then it just cuts them all in the jail cell, and they're just, like, bored. Yeah. Um, they're like, hey, can we get this going, please? <laughs> yeah, but then the guy comes in, it's like, oh, we've been waiting all morning, and he's just like, I'm tired of you guys using our country as a, as a playground. Maybe we make an example of you. And then all of a sudden they get drugged. Yeah, and they're, this, like, like, freaking room. out. They're going to get yeah. beheaded. Yeah. And then, uh, and it's very, and like, then after like, all oh, their shit. throats are slit, it camera does a 180, and we see the real ones all sitting on a on a podium, and they just start like, applauding, like cheering, and they're like, "Yeah, the guy really couldn't so good. give less of a fuck that these people <laughs> treat it like a playground because they pay." Oh, exactly. That's all that matters. To exactly. This guy. To the point where um, they go to kidnap him. And get Jamesy, like, all high as a fucking kite. And, the, like, the cop, they get him kidnapped. They put a rag over his head. And they get Jamesy as high as a fucking kite. and get Jamesy him to, like, is, the, is the main the guy. Of him. Yeah, right. And uh, then get him to, like, piss on his uh, on, on the cop while all the other guys come around and start pissing on him. And then they're, like, surprise and pull the hood off. And it's actually and it's just a- another clone of Jamesy. <laughs> they're like, oh, we paid him to like, make another one. And it's just, like, that's the level of corruption here. Yeah. But during that getting high scene, before that happens, <laughs> some crazy shit goes down. Just have a little it? orgy. <laughs> but okay, the, the best, the best shot the of the fucking the movie shot. 
is so you know you have obviously like a scars and be a goth like raw dog and whatever as they do very very like x of them or you know her yeah. cowgirl in it <laughs> and the camera keeps panning and at the at the foot of the bed you see her husband with like his face all up in their bits and he is cranking it like we both like our jaws dropped and we we're just like screaming we're like i then, cannot believe this is happening and then what happens is like a five minute long fucking orgy shot in the way of like the brain melding scenes from possessor yes because one of the things is is like you know drugs are like illegal in this country of course however the workaround for that is that there's this like spiritual like you know ayahuasca type shit but you like you it's a root that you like burn and then you inhale the, the fumes that come off of it and it gets you high and it's very like psychedelic and because yeah. it's considered like you know a religious experience it's yeah. legal and if you know who to get it from, then you have easy access to it, again, if you're willing to pay. This trip out sequence, though, is, like, another thing I imagine. I want to see, just out of curiosity, what that scene looked like in theaters. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of dicks and vulvas <laughs> and dicks going into and vaginas coming and out all of that kind of stuff. Bursting out of, like, 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 alien style. Oh, it goes crazy at the end where it's just like, hey... My, my 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 nipple just shat in your mouth and all of a sudden a dick popped out of my puss. Yeah, yeah, just like a coochie is just birthing a dick. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a cameo in this scene. Or so we we assume. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know where, I don't know where else, else it would have be. gone in the movie. She says she's like, My pussy's in the movie. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. That sequence is a trip. So yeah, my my thoughts are the the lakeside crank off and then this thing are the two bits that make it uncut because you know the graphic violence that's fine that's fine you know no worries but but any kind of sexuality uh uh-oh we have to ban this filth Mm -hmm. yeah especially yeah body parts not being close up not being brutalized yeah exactly can't have that and uh it's with this doubling thing, that's kind of where James, he sort of loses it, isn't it? Yeah. Where he's just like, this is too much for me. Yeah, he's like, well, I can watch myself being brutally killed, but the second I, I'm i the one kicking the shit out of and pissing on myself, that's gone too far. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is one step too far. It's fine when it's yeah, just Yeah, it's fine when locals. it's just the cop. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine when it's just some local guy, but if it's me? Yeah. Ugh. Sickos. Hate these guys friendship off yeah so he's just like that meme of just like no longer best friends with me <laughs> yeah friendship ended <laughs> yeah so he goes to leave and this is when we find out what what i i remember thinking that this was gonna be the case mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if it was a surprise for you or not but that he hid his own passport yeah because the was idea was like leave the country one of the right? times he got arrested he was like oh no my passport's gone and they're like oh the cop is keeping it that's why we're gonna like kidnap him and beat the shit out of him because he's keeping you in the country yeah but yeah it turns out he just hid his own passport because he wanted to stay around and be a little, little yeah, sicko a freak yeah 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 sicko but now he can't leave in brackets derogatory <laughs> but now but yeah, so. his, his new his friends are like no no you gotta stay and play with us forever and ever and ever 
until we get bored and leave. Yeah. And uh, so they they start, they turn on him. And that scene where he's walking down the uh, road with the car behind them and Mia Goth reveals that she's not a fan and that he actually sucks shit. Yeah, like, she's, she, cause she, cause yeah, the way, the way she, reviews. yeah, <laughs> she kind of got it. She's like, oh my God, I love your book. And she's like, no, yeah. I, I, I've never read your book. And it sounds like it sucks here. I'm going to read out all the reviews. <laughs> it's like, no, uh, that we, was we, finally, so we have cold. a broken man. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I, oof. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that cut deep. That was worse than pissing that, on yourself. Yeah. And then that kind of leads into the ending of the movie, which is a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, we so he manages to get away from them, sort of like following him in this car with guns and shit. But he's been injured, and he ends up in the field of some locals, and he they take him in and give him a bed to sleep in, despite his terror reign over their country. And um, he has a sort of, like, trip out of seeing the the son that of the guy he hit and ran from. Yeah. Who kills him again, but... That sequence was crazy when it just shows him grabbing the son's head and he just, like, rips it in half and it just breaks in half. Yeah. And, like, like a cookie. <laughs> it's fucking That's how weird. the cookie crumbles. Oh... And, you know, wakes um, up, and, and, of course, they, they found him. They're outside. And this sort of, like, last initiation test, whatever they have for him, is, like, you have to kill your double. Yeah. And they and call it the dog. They have a motivation. Like, yeah. you have to kill the dog. Yeah. To truly be, like, reborn, to be one of us, to be... And we're not going to let you not do this. And, you know, they're like, here, here's, like, like you could just shoot it. No, I think oh, they give him a knife and he throws yeah, it Yeah, that's right. And then the dog, of yeah. course, attacks him. So he ends up just like beating it to a fucking pulp. Very possessor. It reminded yes. me of the fire poker in the face. But this yeah. is just his fists. And, and this is after face. we also had, an, like when in the first um, execution, we have the lingering getting stabbed in the torso, blood pouring over out. Over so yeah, we, we, have, we have an M.O happening here yeah but yeah so he beats like him... it's very fulci of him oh it, it totally is so he beats himself to a bloody pulp and then he's like really broken up about it after so mia goth breastfeeds him to soothe him and then they all like leave the country as pals <laughs> it's the friends we made along the way it really is and just the crazy part is yeah you see all this happening and literally the next day they're on this bus and they're just talking like oh, when i get back to la i have to like redesign my house and it's just like yeah like back to the like normal like like and it just seamlessly yeah like, like he's he's so still kind of like uh and gross. they're just like well time to go home our playtime is over until next year hope to see you next year jamesy yeah because you're totally gonna come back for this right because we all do. There was uh, an ending I thought this was gearing up for because there was a plot detail mm. that kind of vanished at a certain point. Oh, tell me. Where he's not like them because he's not rich. His wife is rich. Right. And she leaves the picture pretty early. Like, she goes back home. So I honestly thought the ending we were going to get is, like, he gets arrested again for murder. Yeah. Like, and she cuts uh, him off. And and she's cut him off, and then none of his rich friends are willing to bail him out just to show how empty. Yeah, because they're just like, "Ooh, we get to see it for real this time. This will be like, oh, we haven't had this happen yet. Here's another notch in the belt." 
Like, that's the ending I honestly thought we were going to get. Was Same that here. He couldn't buy his way out of it, and his rich friends showed that they're not really his friends. They yeah. just don't bail him. Yeah, and if anything, they're going to get, like, they're like, no, we won't because, like, this is thrilling for us. We, we'd rather yeah. watch you die for real than, yeah. like, have another buddy because we can find anybody to do this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, just to show how disposable he is. But, yeah, we, we didn't get that. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I'm, I don't think necessarily that that's, like, a better ending than Mm. just the cold calculated how much they dump it like i'm not saying that like oh you should have ended it this way it's just it really felt like it was gearing up for that and then when it didn't go that direction i mean it's part of the unpredictability of his movies for sure yeah i i will admit i didn't really know what to make of the ending yeah i mean the the breastfeeding thing was kind of like oh okay oh no sorry i mean Um, so the the but the the ending i mean in terms of like where he's about to board his like so the lee tolka is closing for the rainy season yeah. And so he's, they're on, like, some of the last flights out of there before it's just, like, you know, closed down. The tourism industry is closed down for the season kind of yeah. thing. And he ends up just, like, going back to the re- empty resort and just, like, sitting on a chair in the oh, monsoon. yeah. What I took that to mean was basically that he couldn't face being a nobody, which is mm. what he feels like now at home. Because he's not rich like all his rich friends, uh, even though he is well off, you know. Yeah, he's, and yeah, he, and he was, life. and he was on the phone straight up, like we're trying to repair things with his wife. He's like, "Babe, I'm so sorry. Like, I love yeah. you. I'm coming home." And she was yeah, like, "Okay, but honey." I took it to be like he saw something that he, in his freak mind, like loved yeah. so much, and the idea that he has to walk away from that because he, unlike the other ones, he likely won't be coming back next year. Yeah. Like, unless he actually writes a book that he sells and makes <laughs> all his money off of, or his wife really is, like, the worst person, <laughs> who's just like, yeah, I'll pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a total doormat. Yeah, like, yeah. So, my, yeah, my takeaway was just, like, he couldn't bear to leave it, because yeah. they all have these rich lives to go to, and it's always waiting next year. Right. So, that, I think that, that's how I took it. Maybe I got stuck up on the fact that they, they let go of it so easily, and it was just back to, like, errands and, like, real life, and yeah. that he... I So, I was like, oh, maybe he's, like, really shaken up, and it's like, but no, I, th- I think you're kind of more cynical. Like, no, no, he I just doesn't want to give up the glory of being yeah, in that role in this country no he doesn't yeah and this is the only place where you can i mean i guess like it again it sounds like his wife has money and stuff but it's, it's not like yeah. the same as that so yeah. what and it's like what do i have to go back to after i got a taste yeah, of, yeah okay that yeah thank you that, that i that, think that, that, that was my takeaway uh, that makes a lot of sense and not to, and i mean yeah. all these movies it's it, there it's ambiguous like the takeaway is what yeah. you make of it but for some of the other ones it's kind of like oh i see and then this one is more like do i see <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I see now, thank you. But yeah, so that movie fucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think I said early on, people on this podcast, if you listened to two episodes ago, uh, six months ago, um, you you would uh, you'll know that I, I am an enjoyer of Gaspar Noe movies. And there was a point in the beginning one where the camera just started going wild, and I was just like, oh, he did this for me, where the camera's Aww. just like rolling around and looking That's at right. the sky all weird. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you commenting, I, I, even I was thinking, I'm like, I have not seen much of his stuff, but, like, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was Infinity Pool, and that was uh, the, we rocked the trifecta of Brandon Cronenberg. We did. It was great. Oh, yeah, and then I remember, because you're like, you're like, isn't it Infinity Pool, that thing that, like, rich people swim in without having... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, I thought yes, it was that thing where it's like a treadmill for swimming. Like, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about where yeah. it's just like there's a current that you swim against. Yeah, so you're so you don't have to be in a full like Olympic swimming pool to yeah, be yeah. exerting yourself in a way that is like swimming. I thought across. it was because because the swimming is endless, like infinity. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I got to go into a couple of infinity pools. I didn't go to any like fancy like rooftop ones or anything, but they I I've I've been in a couple that like they're they're set up that way where it looks like the water just kind of like goes over the edge like right so it, it, it's cool to be it you're in it like oh this is neat it's like you see the water meet the horizon as opposed yes to exactly the, edge of the pool meet the exactly horizon. exactly so like it's swimming it, in the ocean but not. yeah exactly it's a nice little touch it's a nice little visual and now i'm sure it's one of those things that it, i'm sure <laughs> started out as like a you know exclusive rooftop singapore wherever you are like five star kind of thing and that it's been just kind of like recreated on a like not marina bay sands yeah. level which is fine but that... soon, soon we'll go to like the local community pool and it's like the local community infinity pool right we'll exactly like that episode of it's always sunny where they grease the watermelon and throw it in the pool <laughs> yeah 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 uh... totally so i'm like okay what's what's next to differentiate themselves from us lowly lowly plebeians is it like gonna be like oh we made like the moribund strip pool it's different you wouldn't get it i i the imagine MC it went back around as, as as like fancier and fancier stuff yeah then the, the more basic more bi- like that that all of a sudden it'd be like uh we're rich we do minimalism we don't have well, these exactly. fancy pools because we don't need it like yeah. you fucking saps well yeah it, it it's, just, it's like it's the whole like, loop around. um you know plastic surgery has become accessible enough and all of a sudden celebrities are like re- you know reverting their bbls and removing implants and fillers and going like for like mm-hmm. the like natural look again yeah because everyone has access to fillers and whatever. Hey, there's so. that Cronenberg cynicism right there where it's just like... Oh, I'm not the first person feel... to make observation. No, I know, but it's just like, I like that it's like, it's true. It's just like, we're doing natural as a status thing. Yes. As opposed to maybe like, we don't feel... Not to say, like, I have no beef with anyone who wants or seeks Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, your life. bodily autonomy, do sure. what you want with your body, right? Um, but like... There is a lot of pressure in society to do that stuff to conform to a principle that you might not reach naturally. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of mental, healthy mental relationship to your body to not feeling that you have to do these things. Of course. And, you know, you'd think that would be like, oh, maybe celebrities would do the natural movement in a body acceptance way. But it's like, <laughs> no, it's because it, no, that that's too, that's too nice. Yeah. That's too optimistic. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, shit, uh, damn, I don't know if we've had, like, a consistently banger episode in, in a grip. Like, in terms of the movies like, that were bangers? Yeah. I guess not that long ago. It just feels like a long time ago because we haven't, uh, recorded in so long. I was thinking of, like, our LA episode where we did Starry oh, yeah. Eyes, Neon Demon, and Mulholland Drive. Those yeah, all fucked. absolutely. Yeah. But shit. Uh, any, any parting thoughts on on these films um i love them i've loved seeing the progression and i love that they are coming in much shorter intervals now yes i'm really curious to see what caitlin cronenberg does yes directing a movie right now yes Um, i guess she did photography on cronen david cronenberg short the death of david cronenberg well we also saw her name come up on uh, on the stills for like um antiviral i think and 
Yeah. It's not like she's, yeah, she's done stuff with. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's done stuff too, but uh, as far as I know, like, this is her first. Right, first like, feature like, solo feature kind of up. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm really excited to see what she does with it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, are you, are you going to sort of, like, fit into the same umbrella? Are you going to try and differentiate your yourself? Thing. Like, Yeah, how, how far did this apple fall? fall from the tree? Yeah. We've seen one. How about this one? So I'm really, uh, because I think, um, like I said, I, I think it's a bit unfair just to only compare Brandon to his father. Of course, kind yeah. Of thing. And I think there's so much of David Cronenberg there, but if you are a bit of a devotee or if you've seen all the movies you can definitely see the difference oh yeah too like there's a there's a uniqueness to brandon cronenberg's films that are are not present in uh david cronenberg's and i almost feel like crimes of the future which is david cronenberg's first body horror movie since his son started directing Mm -hmm. um you almost see it recursing back into right. that. Where Crimes of the Future almost picks up a little bit from the stuff his son's been doing. Just That's like true. In terms of tone and, and visually. And um, interestingly, I read um, under, I think it was one of those little trivia things or whatever, apparently Infinity Pool outperformed Crimes of the Future. That doesn't surprise me, but it bumps me out. Not that I want Crimes of the Future to dominate no. either, but just more like people slept on crimes. and that's, they, they that's did, crime. Yeah, and I think part of it would be like, not to say that crimes, like crimes, obviously has star power, but it doesn't yeah. have as like. It's it's a different kind of star power, like, yeah, you know, Viggo Mortensen and uh, Kristen Stewart and stuff. It's like, oh, they're stars, like unquestionably. But I think like yeah. the stuff that they're best known for was kind of like, you know, ten plus years ago at this point. Yeah. And they, you know, they've obviously been doing stuff since, and they have cult followings, and absolutely, versus, like, Mia Goth is very, like, in right now, and Ascar is, yeah. I mean, he's been very, you know, in since, like, True Blood, and then the, the Northmen yeah. had just come out, so, like, he's, he's very, like, they're both very current in that sense. Yeah. So, I could see there just being more hype in that regard, but then at the same time, for the other, it's like, well, Dave, it's back, baby, like, he is yeah. back at it. So, it yeah, it's but it's interesting to see, it's like... Okay, and this in this one, the the apple outclips the the tree, yeah. in terms of those Side, performance metrics. Not that that necessarily sidebar, matters. I just I just rewatched Crimes of the Future. First yeah, time since theaters, uh, it holds up. It rules. Nice. Um, I bet. So something I deeply don't care about is going on this weekend, in that it's the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, which is like their award thing for for horror movies come out not like you know i i don't hate it either i just like it's i don't think like i don't it. i don't follow <laughs> but i did see uh because i do follow fangoria on twitter i did see their their list of nominees if uh kristen stewart doesn't win for best supporting for crimes of the future then clearly it's just because it's not enough people saw crimes of the future it's rigged yeah. The only reason she wouldn't get the votes is because not enough people saw it. Because if you've seen her in that movie, you know she's an absolute little freak. Yeah. And I I love that for her, and I love that for me getting to see her be an absolute little freak. <laughs> yeah, How did you it, describe it? it well, I, I was going to say, I wish I could remember who said it, but it was this tweet that I saw where someone so somebody yeah. posted that clip, the the one where she's like, it's very, like important to some people or whatever. It's very potent. Yeah, that one. Where it's really fucking weird line reading and stuff and just like, you're like, what the fuck? And so somebody was like, what the fuck is this? And then someone else was like, it's acting genius. Have you ever seen somebody so horny that they are on the verge of tears? (laughs) 
They're like, no, <laughs> that you is haven't. her performance, and it rules. Yes, like she's always got like these glassy eyes, and she's just like hoarding out, just and like, she's like practically vibrating, like yeah, and yeah, like on it's the verge of tears because she wants to fuck Vigo so bad. <laughs> yeah, she's just like the idea of Vigo just like doing an autopsy on her. Yeah, she's like, her oh my, that close. She's like, I'm shuddering at the thought. Yeah. Like that oh, yeah, like it, it's 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 off-putting and it's so uncomfortable and weird which makes it perfect. <laughs> and I love a detail that I forgot, but I love in the movie that everyone in the movie thinks she's a weird little freak. <laughs> They're just like that weird little woman. Little she's so off-putting. <laughs> I mean, she is. That's what yeah. makes it great because how how often do you have yeah. off-putting little women in movies? I know, that's why she's a role model because she's <laughs> off-putting and weird and we love that for her. Exactly. Sicko at the window, non-derogatory. Yeah, it's, it's basically, it's like fourth wave feminism. Let women be little and weird and <laughs> off-putting freaks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Want to get autopsied. Tired goblin mode, wired timlin mode. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about good for us uh, for this, um, I don't know, month? <laughs> oh, yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. What, what happens? Um, no no promises, but we're also... At least I can speak for myself. I'm planning on doing another episode. I, I yeah, assume let's, let's find something to do. You're down to do another one, so yeah. Um, but until next time, whenever that is, uh, we do have some recommendations. I thought you wanted um, to say take it easy and keep it sleazy, and I was like, we have recommendations, thank you. No, I, I remember <laughs> how the show goes, thank you very much. I've, been, I've edited enough of this shit to remember. Um... Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so in the spirit of people with too much money who are bored and have nothing to do other than be sick fucks to everyone around them for their entertainment, I was like, oh, like Cheap Thrills from 2013. I fucking love Cheap Thrills. Yeah, it's, it's on a much more, uh, I guess, micro level as opposed to a macro one. Yeah. But still it has that same kind of like mean cynical spirit and some very yeah. shocking gross out like just depraved shit it's yeah or, it's or as a, I, I think i called it on letterbox millennial solo yeah that movie totally back up again. totally yeah yeah so so that that's my recommendation it good, good one i love that movie Thanks. it's so fun it's so fucked um <laughs> My recommendation is, uh, I think we're both jumping off Infinity Pool today. Primarily. Yeah. I'm going to recommend 1989's The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, a Peter Greenaway movie that I rented on VHS from the library Mm. back when that was still a thing you could do. So that tells you how long it's been since I've seen it. But it's, the the premise basically fits up with like these upper crust people that get away with being absolute pigs in public uh both because of their status and also because to go against them would be dangerous Mm. kind of thing so it's very fitting with the 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 zombies club in infinity pool yes and the police corruption Uh, buddies people do it but uh it's a fantastic i remember it being an absolutely fantastic movie i finally tracked down a copy oh good umbrella put it out in uh australia so we should watch that sometime it's really good i'm down it's fucked it's absolutely (laughs) fucked nice yeah it's uh yeah so anyway that's my recommendation okay well now then until next time take it easy and keep it sleazy 
Thank you.